0: Hello, and welcome back for another fun and exciting B&I San Diego podcast. As you can see, I'm joined by my co-host, Andy Cruz of Cruz Productions. And today we're continuing our dialogue, our mini series on our B&I core values. Andy, what's our core value that we're going to be covering today?
1: So in our series, this is the third core value this week, everyone. This is lifelong learning. And lifelong learning is invest in yourself to become the leader you want to be. Your value grows as you develop your knowledge and skills. Lifelong learning and lifelong happiness are intimately connected.
0: Wow, we need to be lifelong learners, continually growing, sharpening our sword or our our knowledge sword, so to speak. But that also keeps us relevant. You know, when you think about this day and age where... You know, years ago, change took a long time. Now change is like instant, right? We're getting, we're constantly being bombarded. If you're not educating yourself on not only your industry, but the industries that are around you, you're actually falling backwards. Yes.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's it could be very easy to get left behind, especially right now. I mean, there's a lot of hot button topics around the evolution of technology and artificial intelligence, that whole thing. Um but there's still an element of learning that is personal, separate from trying to like chase down what's happening in the marketplace or chase down what's racing ahead of you faster than you can go. Um, it, It's that it, it has to do with like, Le- learning that new thing to stay relevant, but also learning that new thing to increase the value of what you bring to offer. Ooh. So if I bring my best to BNI and then something new happens in production world that will help my members, I need to go learn about that so I can bring it with my givers gain attitude to the relationships that i built in order for them to flourish and get the best value out of that thing I learned. So I don't think my learning ever stops, not because I'm a nerd, which I am or whatever, but it's because there is a connection point to the value it brings to the people in my chapter or to the referrals they have, not themselves, but the people in their circle that they know need help. And the thing I learned or I am learning will actually bring aid to them in that thing.
0: Well, and and by being proactive, there's a, there's a key word, proactive mm-hmm. and, and going out and learning new things. Uh, you know, like we talked about, things are constantly changing all the time. So we want to make sure that we're keeping our client base, our 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 referral partners, up to speed on what on what's happening in the marketplace, because there are so many changes going on that you know a lot of us don't have time to watch the news or or read the newspaper. We're learning from those that are around us, and it's nice when those that are around us are in the know. And they're, they're keeping themselves relevant, which in turn helps me to remain relevant.
1: Well, and, and I'll, I'll even expand on that a little bit because you know I can maybe be in the know about something now, but if it's something happening now, there's also a previous reference point in business history or experience, mm, then I can yes. give context for that as well. So mm. because of being learned or being aware or increasing what I know in my knowledge base, I can also give reference to a point in time when it was not this way. That identify things that are similar and things that are different that are important Uh -uh. for people to know in the context of what it is. It really matters.
0: Oh wow! Oh my gosh! Absolutely, and that actually just reminded me of something that I love, and we talk a lot about is mentorship. Right Mm -hmm. here's a here's an element of lifelong learning, being able to to gain from the wisdom of others, but you've got to make sure that you. You go out of your way to be able to create those mentor relationships, and and let's face it, there there's all kinds of different mentors. There's mentors like like you know Andy is for me. Andy is one of my mentors, and we have relationship, and we build that relationship, and and so I'm learning from Andy. But there are there are other people that I've never met before, or there are people that I've met once or twice. You know, I look at someone like a John C. Maxwell, who's a, a guru on. The topic of leadership and, and whatnot. John is a mentor of mine, even though I've only met him once in my lifetime at a very for a very brief moment. Or you've got guys like Dr. Ivan Meisner or, you know, John Gordon, another author that I love to read. You there, there's multiple areas of mentorship, but all of it comes down to learning, sitting at the foot of the mentor to learn. Yeah,
1: it's important to make time for that. I think that. Oh, wait. Sometimes there's maybe seasons of life and business where we don't have to learn in order to continue the success we're having, and then there's things that change around us in our industry or I'll say interconnected to our industry that requires us to learn something or the next thing in order to maintain that level of success. Yeah, and then I'm also going to say this uh, for, from my own position of having experienced this is there are things that I've relearned now in BNI that I learned 15 years ago. But I'm seeing it through a different lens because of my age, my status, my experience accumulated since then and being refreshed. I'm going, oh, my gosh, that's actually a better way to do that for me now, even though what was taught to me is something I had already been taught in the past. But what's changed is me. What's changed is the way I see it and I apply it, even though this thing has been tried and true forever because it
0: works because it works. Well, and that's and that's your growth, right? Because as, as we grow, we can go back to a, whether it's, a, let's say, a passage in the Bible or a book that we read or a particular scenario, and you've read this over and over multiple times, and it's different today than it was five years ago in my life because of yeah. how applicable it is to me as well.
1: Well, let's, let's look at a, a convenient example. Everyone that drives to a chapter meeting every single week most often will take the same path to get there, the same yeah. route to get there. And you go every single week, every single week without noticing something. And then there's a new, then there's a building gone. And you go, wait a minute, that's different. I've noticed something, I've been doing the same thing all the time, I yeah. noticed something's different. It's that part reticular activation, part paying attention, part being aware, but it's that same thing that comes into learning too. Like we can have the same, the same thing that happened to us in BNI week after week after week, whether it's five years in, 10 years in, 15 or 20 years into BNI, you're still going to learn something. I'm not even the longest tenured member of my chapter and the longest term tenured members are still saying, oh my gosh, I just learned something new this week. Because yep. we just are in a state and condition of constant learning. And it's okay because there are going to be things that you, it doesn't matter just because you you're long in the tooth and you've been around a long time doesn't mean that the principles of learning have changed. And those principles of learning when applied in BNI can carry much greater value to your own membership and to the members of those around you. And think of this. Remember, if you're a longer tenured member in BNI, there's a certain sense of duty and obligation we have to demonstrate best practices of ah, learning the, yes. to our new members Yep. and support our current leadership team, education coordinator, mentors by doing the best practices as a member in the ranks of membership so that the newer people that come in have their best shot of making BNI best for them, just like it's become for us.
0: Yeah, going back to that mentorship, gaining from the wisdom of those that have been there longer than we have. You know, here, here's a question for you, Andy, that when, as and, and again looking at it, looking at it from the, the people that you're in front of or around each and every week, the more, the more I learn, the more I take time to better my craft, the more, the more time I because learning is investment. Learning yes. is investment. So the yes. more I invest into myself by learning new skill sets, by by um, bettering my craft, whatever it is. How is that seen in the eyes of the other people in the room?
1: Well, I mean, well, first of all, I think there's a part of that that's giver's gain where you have this this attitude of contribution, number one, but number two, it has to come from a place of overflow. I can't teach you something I don't know, first of yeah. all. And second, it should come It should come from a place where I have so much that I can share that I can share it and it doesn't deplete me or deplete what I can still bring to other people or at scale because it's locked in for me. So whatever's locked in for me can be stacked upon like little Legos. And if I have extra Legos to share and nuggets of knowledge, I can still mm-hmm. share those and it doesn't minimize what I'm working on too.
0: Well, and, and as well, and let me add one more as well. The, the, the more... The the more I invest into my knowledge base and and I gain knowledge and I get really good at my craft, that means when you when it's time for Andy to refer to me, and and Andy's Andy's referring me to a colleague, a family member, a friend. There's even greater confidence because he knows I'm on my game, right? Yes, yes. We know that 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 because of who the people that we surround ourselves that they are. Lifelong learnings, we know, or lifelong learners, that's the word, uh, we know that their their game is on all the time.
1: And that's, that's also what we expect. Whether it's a spoken Ooh. or unspoken expectation, I think that's what we expect. Like, like when I'm that. standing in front of my chapter, and I'm doing an education moment for the week, and we're talking about CEUs, for example. Yeah. I am expecting that they're bringing their best to be an eye because that's what they're expecting of me. Mm -hmm. Whether they're saying it or not doesn't even matter. I have to believe and know that they're expecting me to be trustworthy and knowledgeable so that when they pass a show referral to me or a YouTube channel referral to me or a podcast, whatever, that I know what I'm talking about so that I can do that for the person that they're referring. So there is a built-in expectation among each other that you are learned in the thing so that when we do refer you, you can actually walk it out for the person I care
0: about. So, Andy, in your chapter, I believe you're the education coordinator, right? Currently, yes. Yes, doing more education
1: than coordinating, but yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What's a goal of yours, uh, you know, for this new term? What's the goal of your, what's a goal of yours as the education coordinator? So so I
1: have a a, a tangible and an intangible. Uh, So the the tangible goal is that by the third month, we will actually have half of our education being done by members, and I'll be doing the more coordinating part. And then more of the intangible one is that more chapter members will be doing what works with each other more often. So returning to best practices, returning back to CEUs, for all the core things that we do in Power of One, all the elements and principles of BNI that need to be known now already exist. There are things that will change technologically, there are things that change in business culture and business context. However, what we know works inside BNI has kind of stood the test of time. So yeah. the intangible part for me is that when more chapters are doing what works with one another more often, we'll show that in one-to-ones, you'll see improve, an improvement in average number of referrals passed per week, closed business, visitors brought, all of the things that we measure.
0: Well, and and as you said, when chapters, when people in those chapters, when we all elevate our game and, and it it makes us more valuable to our community.
1: Yeah. Well, and it makes the chapter more valuable to anyone who's considering joining. Oh, my I mean, gosh. It, look, it makes a big difference whether people agree with this or not. It makes a big difference to go, oh yeah, I'm around town trying to find the right chapter for me, size, volume of business, et cetera, et cetera. If the quality of the referrals are there and the closed business is there, that's going to get someone's attention. That's going to pique their attention. Yeah. You could be a group of 10 passing $3 million of referrals. You could be a group of 30 passing 1 million. That says something. People are not stupid. We need to stop pretending like maybe they are, or they don't know and can't put two and two together. But the truth is that our numbers reveal who we are and what we're doing and the outcome of those actions. And so the subset of those things being upstream is really a focal point for us right now. But Mm. for BMI in San Diego in general, as leaders in networking in San Diego, it's, I'd say, partly our responsibility to demonstrate that outside the walls of our meeting and outside the walls of our company. But that also brings value to the chapter because we'll attract in people that go. I want more of that. I want these people to be in the group of five. I spend. The yeah, most they time lean with.
0: in. People it makes people want to lean in.
1: You make them want to lean in. You make them want to contribute. Make them want to participate. I shouldn't say make, but they'll be so curious and so intrigued at why these things are working and how this is coming. And, and here's and here's why. If you really if you really reduce it, everyone joins because they're looking for more business. Yep. Right. The people who stay in BNI are people who embody givers gain and see enough value that they're like, this is worth my time. I'm getting a great return on my investment. Yeah. And then over the course of time, what what starts to happen is you know how much percentage of your annual revenue is because of B&I. There are people that are listening to this right now where maybe only 3 or 5% of their annual, annual revenue is coming from B&I. There are people listening right now where 50 or 75% of their annual revenue is coming from B&I. Ooh, yeah. And that matters. And that means something that's all laid on this bed of giver's gain and building relationships, but then learning of our own that pours into this system that then drives results that make a actual tangible net
0: benefit to us at the company bottom line. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Andy, I love this topic. Lifelong learning, how important it is not to just what we do in BNI, but everything, how we're interacting with our colleagues, how we're interacting with our family, we need to, we need to, again, continually be investing in ourselves. So that, as you said, we have plenty of overflow. Yep. The more we invest in ourselves, the more overflow we have to be able to give and show up to give and do all the wonderful things that, that yeah. go with
1: that. Can I make one final point? Uh, sure. Absolutely. I just, I just shared this in the recent CEU uh, or in an education moment of the chapter, you know, uh, don't be shy in sharing. If you learn something from this podcast, another BNI podcast, an article you read, uh, another thing you saw on social media from a chapter that shared something like, oh my gosh, this is a best practice. Share it. You know, here's the thing. We can very easily share funny memes, jokes through DM, text or email, whatever. How how often are we sharing something that will lift up something that will help Mm -hmm. you in a more tangible way than make you laugh? Those things are important. They have a place in my life. They have a place in my friends' lives. But when it comes to BNI, I would love for everyone watching and listening to find something this week that they they learned something new or they relearned something they had forgotten. And then I want you to share that with someone in your chapter and go, I was thinking about you in this. Not in a critical kind of way, in a scrutinous way, but I was thinking about you. And this reminded me of something you do really well. Thank you so much for demonstrating that for
0: me and for our chapter. Do that this week. Andy, Andy, Andy. That was, I. I'm, I'm bummed that I can't do it. That was a drop the mic moment, but my mic's not going to be able to drop. That was awesome. what a what a terrific way to to be able to end our podcast. And normally, normally, I would ask you, hey, what you know, what tidbit of of information would you want to leave? That's it. That was it. That's it. <laughs> not much that needs to be said after that. So you want to make sure that you're continually uh, learning, having that mindset of being a lifelong learner for not only for you, but for the people around you. and and as Andy just shared, make sure that you go and share the things that you've learned, and and impart those gifts to other people because that's what they are. They are truly gifts. So, Andy, thank you for joining us for our lifelong learning core value topic of the week. Uh, I know that in a couple of weeks, we're going to be talking about one of my favorites, traditions plus innovations, traditions plus innovations, innovations. and that plus is the key part. And I'll be able to show that uh, in a couple of weeks, a little bit more about that. But thank you, Andy, for joining us. And I look forward to seeing you back here with us in a couple of weeks. Thank you, Ed. And to our listeners, uh, again, as always, we look forward to seeing you next. We next? Meh, I'm having trouble speaking today because I'm so excited about lifelong learning. Uh, we look forward to seeing you with us next week, again, with another guest on another topic. Uh, and then back here in a couple of weeks as we continue our B&I Core Value mini series. Thank you for joining us and I hope you have a great day. This episode of the BNI San Diego podcast has been brought to you by Cruise Productions, a San Diego based video production company and proud BNI member. You can find us at the intersection where business and creativity meet, or online at cruiseproductionsinc.com.